You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. The devil came out and tempted Jesus in three basic ways. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And each time, Jesus countered the temptation with a scripture. He quoted scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You shall not tempt the Lord thy God. In your walk with Christ, have you ever felt weary of standing up to sin? Have you ever felt like the devil's just constantly beating you down with no hope of getting back up? Well, in today's message, Pastor Dion wants you to know that just as Jesus was tempted, we will be relentlessly tempted. And the only way to stand strong is through God's Word. When you're at your weakest and are ready to give in to sin, turn to Jesus and let His words wash over you, reminding you of what's at stake. Avoid sin through God's strength. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 as he continues his message, The Bible, a Picture Book. You see, each principle, each prescription, each promise in the Bible is pregnant with life change. See, another Bible verse says it like this. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Read it out loud with me. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It's a seed that is pregnant with life and life change. Each principle, each prescription, each promise in the Bible has the power to produce salvation, has the power to produce comfort, has the power to produce strength, has the power to produce wisdom or passion or faith or confidence. If we read it, if we hear it, if we open our minds and our heart to it, the Word of God will take root and it will erupt into abundant life change. You know what? You'll be comforted. You'll be strengthened. You'll be encouraged. You'll be, I mean, all of those things. Strengthened. You'll be every every one of those. In that parable that Jesus talked about, the Word of God being a seed, Jesus said that this, this Word of God, like a seed, will make us 30, 60, or 100 times a better Christian. Here's the the verse where Jesus says it. Mark chapter 4 and verse 20. He said, those who hear the word and accept it will grow and produce fruit. Sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, and sometimes 100 times more. If we're reading the Word of God, if we're hearing the Word of God, if we're practicing the Word of God, We're growing. The key to Christian growth 
is the Word of God. So no wonder the Apostle Paul urged us like this when he said, read it out loud with me, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. You can understand why he'd make that statement, right? If what it will do is produce in our life, life and life change. So, God said his word was like a seed. How many of you get it? Yeah? All right. Here's another thing God said his word was like. He said it's like a, and everybody said out loud, a what? A mirror. Say it again. What? A mirror. This is James chapter 1 starting with verse 22. But don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the Word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law or God's word that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, everybody out loud, then God will bless you for doing it. That sounds cool, right? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Mirrors don't lie. Look at your neighbor and say that. Mirrors don't lie. You see, the same way a mirror reveals our outside, God's Word reveals our inside, our motives, our attitudes, our thoughts, our inner gangster. Charlie. Go ahead and say it out loud. Charlie, right? Some people are bothered by the scriptures that they don't understand. But the ones that bother me are the ones that I do understand. Whenever we take time to gaze into or to listen intently to God's word, like a mirror, it will reveal our current condition. It will reveal the zits and the boogers, and the cosmetic smears, and the wild hairs, like lust, and pride, and jealousy, and greed, and impatience. I'm just going to let that marinate a little bit. It will, if we'll gaze into it, if we listen intently to it, like we are now, the Word of God will point out those things in our life that need addressing, that need attention. And God's Word not only reveals our condition, but it also gives us an opportunity to make adjustments, to forgive an offense, to repent from a sin to straighten out an attitude, to strengthen a discipline. So not only will it point out that, you know, thing that's not right, but it will give you a chance to, hey, take care of it, to address it. God's Word will help clean us up. I'm going to say it again. God's Word will help clean us up. 
In fact, listen to one of the prayers that Jesus prayed over us before He left the earth. John 17, verse 17. Jesus prayed, Heavenly Father, make them pure and holy through teaching them Your words of truth. Did you catch it? Make them pure and holy through teaching them Your words of truth. The verse back in James said that if we glance instead of gaze into God's Word, we will stay a mess. James in that passage in so many words said, objects in the mirror are dumber than they appear. Huh? But if we listen and practice what God's Word says, we will be blessed. Kapish? Kapish? You can say, just say kapash. Got it. Now, one word picture God used for His Word was a seed. Another was a mirror. And yet another word picture God used to describe His Word is this. Everybody say it out loud. A what? A scalpel. Say it again. A what? A scalpel. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says, For whatever God says to us is full of living power. It is sharper than the sharpest blade, cutting swift and deep into our innermost thoughts and desires with all their parts, exposing us for what we really are. So like a surgeon's scalpel, God's Word cuts deep and exposes underlying conditions. Secret sins, sour attitudes, hidden fears, deceitful practices, hardened hearts. So the Word of God is like a scalpel in the hands of a surgeon that reveals what is going on on the inside. Like a surgeon, God uses His Word to prune things from our life. To cut them away as a surgeon would a cancer or a tumor. You guys got that? In fact, the great reformer Martin Luther said this, The Bible is alive. It speaks to me. It has feet. It runs after me. It has hands. It lays hold of me. I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. In John 15, Jesus used the word prune to describe one of the things that God's Word does. Jesus said that the Father uses His Word to prune us so that we will produce more fruit. Porque, ¿sabes qué? Lingering sin, negative attitudes and behaviors will impede health and fruitfulness and faithfulness. Would you like for me to say that again? I think I will, even if it hurt a little. Jesus said the Father used the word to prune us 
so that we will produce more fruit. Because lingering sin, negative attitudes, and behaviors will impede health and fruitfulness and faithfulness. So nobody likes being under the surgeon's knife. But it will make us better. God's Word can sometimes, guys, be sharp and offensive. And it will hurt and make you howl. And not amen sometimes. Sometimes it's ouch. Go ahead and say it out loud. What? You guys know the feeling, right? There are times that I'm preaching and times that you're saying, yes, amen. And times that you don't say anything. And I know what you really should be saying is, ouch. It will do that. It will, it will make us, it can be sharp and offensive. It will make us hurt and howl. But it will make us better. It will make us more fruitful. It will make us brighter than Joe Biden's dentures. It will. God's Word will purge away the dry, twisted, unproductive things in our lives. It will better and beautify. It will make you gooder and menudo. You know what I'm saying? In fact, the Apostle Paul explained it like this. Here's what he said about God's Word. 2 Timothy 3, starting with verse 16, the whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. It is God's way of making us well prepared at every point, fully equipped to do good to everyone. And that's a good place to applause right there. God's Word is amazing. The Word of God will transform our lives from gnarly to gorgeous, from twisted to terrific. In, in fact, one Puritan preacher said, He that has the Holy Spirit in his heart and the Scripture in his hand has all that he needs. Yeah. So, the word pictures that God used to describe His Word was a seed, was a mirror, was a scalpel, and now there's another one. He says it's like a, everybody said out loud, a sword. Say it again, a what? A sword, a combat weapon. His Word is like a combat weapon, a sword. Not to debate and argue or to be used to debate and argue with other Christians. But it's a combat weapon to fight the devil. Ephesians chapter 6, starting with verse 10, here's what it says. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. 
Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet, and everybody out loud, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Listen, as long as you are a follower of Jesus, the devil and his gangbangers are going to attack you. They're going to attack you with temptation and doubts and fears and worries. Can I see a show of hands of those who have been attacked by those things? Yeah, hey. I'm going to say, tell you right now, shouting Beetlejuice, 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 not going to work. Telling the devil, eat my shorts, not going to work. You can bind and loose all day. I bind the devil. I bind him here. I bind him there. I bind the spirit of this. I b- you can bind and loose all day, but it's not going to stop their attack. But what will stop their attack is when you, everybody say it out loud, what you hit back. Say it again. What When you, that usually stops people from bugging you, from bullying you, when you hit back. Now, Jesus modeled this for us during His temptation. You remember, the devil came out and tempted Jesus in three basic ways. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And each time, Jesus countered the temptation with a Scripture. He quoted Scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You shall not tempt the Lord thy God. You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only shall you serve. Jesus countered every single temptation with a verse of Scripture. You see, guys, the Word of God is the only offensive weapon in our arsenal. So read it. Memorize it. And quote it. Shall I say it again? Read it. Memorize it. Quote it. Let's say it with me. Read it. Memorize it. Quote it. Show the devil and his goons a little bit of wax on, wax off. All right? Wapa! Go ahead and say it out loud. Wapa! God's Word is like a seed. God's Word is like a mirror. God's Word is like a scalpel. God's Word is like a sword. Psalm 19, verse 7 through 11, it's talking about the Word of God. And it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statues of the Lord are right, 
rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them is, everybody say it out loud, great reward. So listen, the Word of God is perfect, it is sure, it is right, it is pure, it is clean, it is true and righteous. Alright? And here's what it does. It converts the soul. It makes wise the simple. It rejoices the heart. It enlightens the eyes. And you know what? It endures forever, right? And I love the beauty of this. In keeping them, there is, everybody said out loud, great reward. Wow. What do you think about God's Word? More than just a book of Proverbs and axioms. More than just stories and historical information. Wow. It's alive, living, and powerful. I love how God describes it. Put up a bunch of word pictures so that we could understand all of its facets. God really knows how to present things, doesn't He? Wow. Well, there are quite a few more that we'll talk about, at least five more ways in which God described His Word and how it works. Father, we thank You. We thank You for who You are. For the Messiah, Your Son, that You've given us to rescue us, to help us. And we thank You for the Word of God. This communique that You've given us. Not only to tell us how to be saved through Your Son, but also to tell us how to live saved. The basic instructions before leaving earth. Thank You. And I pray, Father, that we will appreciate, that we will be affectionate towards, and we will value this Bible, Your words. And Lord, I pray that because we do it, it will bring great reward to our life. The weak will be strengthened. The grieving will be comforted. The discouraged will be encouraged. I pray, Father, that as we get into it, It will change our focus. It'll change our life. It'll change our perspective. Thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Dion Cordova right here on The Simple Truth. In this series, Pastor Dion has been refreshing us all by bringing it all back to the simple basics of the faith. And when it comes back to the basics that everybody knows and takes for granted, there's one verse that's more quoted than any other in history, John 3.16. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Take a moment and bask in the glory of God's unending, unstoppable, unfiltered love for you. He loved you so much that he gave his Son for you. Have you said yes to him? If you haven't, here's your chance. Just tell him that you repent of all the wrong that you've done and that you believe in him. Make him Lord over your life today. It's the only response we can have to a love that's that big. If you made that decision today, would you let us know? Call us at 505-753-4363. Once again, that number is 505-753-4363. We want to celebrate with you. The Simple Truth is a ministry out of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel in Española, New Mexico. Are you in the area? Even better than a phone call, stop in and see us. We're here at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're so excited to meet you and have you join us for worship. You can find all the information you need at tmcalvary.com. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. We hope to see you soon. And we'll be back next time with more from The Simple Truth. Let us join our hands and together we stand. Together we